Thanks for checking out the Elevate Student Ministry Podcast. To find out more about us, visit our website at iloveelevate.com. You can also stay up to date with what's going on by finding us on social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. We hope you enjoy this message and it brings you closer to Jesus. Amen, amen. How you doing, Elevate? Oh man, it's great to be here with you tonight. All right, for those of you guys who went to New Heights, I've got a few questions for you. And I've got a few extra t-shirts. So, who has been keeping up at least a handful of times a week, keeping up your quiet times? Anybody? All right, good job, Haley. Pass that back to her. Anybody else? All right, yeah. All right, y'all have to fight over that one. And that one. Let me see. Who has gone out of their way to make a friend that they wouldn't have gravitated to on their own. Yeah? Awesome. Good job. Ryan? Uh-huh. Man, there's so many. There's so many to pick from. All right, all right, all right. Let me see. I've got, I've got two more. Hmm. I see you. I see you. I see you. You don't even remember what I asked anymore. You just read, uh, uh, me? I believe Emily. All right. Last question. Last question. Let me see. Uh huh. You don't even know what I asked. Oh! That is a terrible reason, Jamie. Wesley, she lost it for you. All right. At camp, who had the best room leader? I don't... Jim, are they saying something? Am I up here by myself? Who had the best room leader? All right, all right, all right. I heard Isaac really loudly. That's Austin's right there. All right, all right, all right. That's nice to know. All right. I'm very excited to bring our speaker up onto the stage because you know Annie Robinson. You know Annie Robinson. But I, I feel like I need to brag on her at least a little bit. So, first of all, the reason you love Annie so much is because Annie, Annie like loves you and, and genuinely goes out of her way to be there for you. Annie has spent the better part of the last summer on a mission trip in Florida being a total servant, whatever God asked her to do, going, getting way out of her comfort zone. She's awesome. And she came back, and she's, like, glowing. The Holy Spirit's all over her. So I am more than happy to abdicate the mic to Annie Robinson. Give her a big hand. All right, so um, what did he say just now? That, like, I went out and served and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, let's censor this. Um, so, yeah, I see a lot of new faces here. Uh, and you're probably like, who the heck is this girl? Why does she get a mic? Um, and I'm going to be honest with you and say, I don't deserve this mic. But 
when the Lord tells you to do stuff, you do it. Um, I have a laptop today. I normally do notebook because I'm like a grandma, but (laughs) not today. (laughs) I just wanted to make it awkward because it was already awkward, so... Um, I got to pull up my notes before I start, but I did plan to introduce myself because I mentioned that I see a lot of new faces and that I haven't been here in five weeks. Um, what? Okay, Tim, keep going. (laughs) Um, so, um, my name's Annie Robinson. Um, I'm 22. Uh, I am privileged to be the 12th grade girls e-group leader. (laughs) But y'all weren't yelling when he asked who the best room leader was. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to say what's on my mind. Uh, anyway, um, also, fun fact about me is that um, I'm really into this thing called the Enneagram, right? So I'm into it so much that I put it into the message. <laughs> so... Um, I'm going to give you an introduction, the best of my ability, to the Enneagram. Um, It's not a personality test. Um, It's a thing that, I mean, you take a test, and then it tells you, like, your core motives and your core desires and your core fears, like, stuff like that. Um, It sounds really (laughs) culty. But when coupled with the Bible, it's really helpful. Um, So I'm a two on the Enneagram. (laughs) fellow twos okay um and what a two's core desire oh also before i introduce this i want you guys to know that um i plan on being really vulnerable with you tonight um you guys are going to get to know a lot about me just because i'm telling you what enneagram number i am um so a a two's core desire is to be loved and a two's core fear is the exact opposite as in, I'm not loved, okay? So most of the things I do is to gain your love. Um, So like if I hold a door for you, I want you to notice that I held the door for you, and I want you to be like, oh, my gosh, Annie's so awesome. She just held the door for me. Where can I get my own personal Annie? Like I want her in my life. I need her. I need her. I need her. And so when that doesn't happen... (laughs) Sometimes I get a little upset, and I'll be like, Laura didn't say thank you. Wow, what a jerk. (laughs) But that is my own problem because I am expecting a response to me serving, okay? So that's an intro to a little bit about me. It's not always like that. I don't always hold the door so someone can say thank you. Um... (laughs) I don't always go out of my way just so you can notice. Like, I'm genuinely wanting to help people most of the time. But sometimes I got a little um, motive behind it. Um, But that goes into why I was excited to go on this mission trip. So, obviously to serve. (laughs) But one of the main reasons was because I was going there to serve people that didn't know me. I was going there to serve people who didn't expect me to hold the door for them, and I didn't expect them to say thank you to me because they don't know me. They don't know that I want that response. Um, (laughs) They just 
They didn't expect anything, and I didn't expect anything from them. So with that, I went in trying not to have ulterior motives, like I do here sometimes, because you guys know me. Most of you know me. If you don't, I'd like to get to know you. Um, (laughs) So Dom asked me on the way home from camp what I was excited about, and honestly, I didn't think about it until that very moment, and that's when I told him, I was like, I get to go serve people I don't know. I get to go love on people I don't know. So in that, I was reading. (laughs) Like I said, when coupled with the Bible, (laughs) you'll get messed up with the Enneagram and with the Bible. Um, The scripture in Galatians 1.10, it says, Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Y'all, I thought I was a servant. (laughs) Like, I thought holding the doors was me serving you. But when I'm serving for you to say thank you, (laughs) I'm not a servant of Christ. I'm trying to gain my own approval and gain your approval towards me. And that's that's, that's not right, okay? (laughs) Um, So... I was challenged going into Epic with that, to not have any ulterior motives, to not serve so they can say thank you. And, I mean, they hyped me up a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like, they made me feel like I was the best person ever. But in that, I wasn't looking for it. So it made me feel better that I was serving to be Jesus' hands and feet rather than to gain my own glory. Because when they complimented me, They were complimenting our Lord and Savior and what he's done in my life. Um, Thank you. (laughs) And so I'm going to give you, like, a lot of backstories and a lot of um, side stories because that's just how I talk. (laughs) But um, I was asked to come up with three or five goals that I wanted to work on while being an intern at Epic Missions. And the first three came super easy. And I was like, all right, she asked for three to five. I got three. Let's go. Like that's bare minimum. That's all I need to do. Don't do that in school though. Um, but the day before I left, I was having quiet time and (laughs) I got hit like, okay, I didn't get hit by a bus, but it felt like I got hit by a bus. Um, because I was reading the scripture in Galatians 522, which says, but, if, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things, there is no law. So uh, you've probably heard that a lot. You, you probably heard it preached a lot. You probably read it a lot. Um, but this time when I was reading it, I went through and I was like, okay, um, am I producing these fruits in my life? And not trying to sound prideful, but for the most part, I was like, yeah, I mean, you love people pretty well. Uh, you're pretty happy. Like, people see you, and they tell you you light up a room. So, I mean, pretty joyful, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Then I got to gentleness, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not that gentle. And even whenever someone offers me to hold their newborn baby, I'm like, mm-mm, mm And they're like, why? And I'm just like, I'm not a gentle person. Like, I will hurt your baby. Your baby is fragile. Please don't let me touch it until it can, it's, it can hold its own head. Like, please don't let me touch it. I'm not gentle. So that's physically not gentle. But also with my words and sometimes in my heart, I'm also not gentle. 
Um, okay, so I'm going to use an example of what not being gentle looks like. So we're in the caves at camp. We're at Ruby Falls. And um, we're just, you know, walking through, going to the, uh, see the falls, waterfall. And the tour guide goes, um, so, he doesn't say just like this, but he's like, so we're like 1,500 feet into this mountain right now. Like, there's 1,500 feet of mountain above us right now. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, we're inside a mountain. And then one of my girls goes, what if it falls on us? Like, what, what, what if we die? <laughs> and um, it was Bailey, <laughs> sweet little gentle Bailey. Um, and I just turn around and I go, stop being such a pessimist. And her face changed in face. Like, she made a face I've never seen her make before. And I knew I messed up. And I was like, what? And she was like, you didn't have to call me out like that. And I was like, no one else heard. (laughs) And she said, well, you didn't have to say it like that. And I was like, oh, you're right. Except in that moment, I just went, okay. And I turned around. (laughs) But that was not gentle of me. I am her friend and her e-group leader. I shouldn't have fussed her. I shouldn't have been like, don't be that way. Because, I mean, when your parents fuss you, you don't like that. But if instead I would have been like, well, Bailey, like, why are you fearful right now? Like, tell me, what are the odds that this is going to happen? Like, don't you think she would have responded better and I wouldn't have hurt her feelings and I wouldn't have felt bad for the rest of the night and avoided her for the rest of the night because I'm such a jerk? Like, Don't you think that would have saved us a lot of trouble if I would have just thought about what I said and how I said it before I said it, you know? (laughs) So with going to Epic, I had to voice my goals, and that was, like, the main one. It's the one that happened the day before I went that came out of nowhere that I didn't sit and think about, but the Holy Spirit was just like, you need me in this. Um, Also, If you don't know what the fruits of the Spirit are, because I kind of just bypassed it, um, whenever you give your heart to Jesus um, and you ask him to come into your life, he sends you the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit dwells inside you, and you need him. If you go through life without the Holy Spirit, without his guidance and his help, then you're you're not going to produce the fruit that, He's asking you to produce for him. The fruits you produce lead other people to Christ. The fruits you give off (laughs) gives life to other people. So in me not being gentle to Bailey, I wasn't showing her Jesus. I was showing her the flesh side of me, the side that thinks before she speaks and the side that doesn't really care about people's reactions. Um... And I struggle with that. I always said I'm blunt. Like, I'm a pretty open person. You ask me a question, I'll tell you. Um, But it doesn't have to be said in the way that I say it. So, um, I keep, anyway. um, (laughs) 
So I went to Epic, and my e-group leader, she's not called that there, but just to make it simple, my e-group leader there asked me for my goals. And so I told her, I want to grow in the fruit of gentleness. And so she was like, okay, well, let me tell you this. This is what I learned. And she said, there are hard words and there are harsh words. And at first I was like, hard and harsh, both negative connotation. Like, okay, they're both bad. But (laughs) I've learned that you can say hard things in love. You can say things that you know might hurt someone, but if you change your tone a little bit and you (laughs) don't belittle them, then they'll receive it better. And um, your personality is not an excuse to be mean to others. Because like I said a few minutes ago, I'm blunt. I'm honest. That's not an excuse because we are called to reflect Jesus. We are called (laughs) to live like he lived. And yes, Jesus said some things sometimes and you're like, dang, Jesus, okay. But he always did it out of love. So if you're telling someone something just to be right, mm -mm, back away from it. (laughs) Um, Maybe... Okay, I'm just going to go to the scripture because it's really good. Ephesians 4.12. Also, all these scriptures that I'm about to say, I did not specifically seek them out. Throughout my quiet time at Epic, I just was reading these books. And the Lord was like, hey, remember? Here you go. This is what you're needing right now. Anyway, so Ephesians (laughs) 4.12. Thank you. Instead, speaking the truth in love. (laughs) <laughs> we, went all, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. So the context of that is Paul is preaching to the churches in Ephesus, yeah, and he's saying, you want to build the church up? This is how you do it. You speak to others in love. You reflect me. That's not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need y'all to clap. I'm just like, I'm still mind blown. Like speaking in love is speaking in gentleness. Um, That's how you minister to your friends around you. You don't agree with what they're saying. Still speak to them in love. Um, Then another one, Colossians 3, 12 through 13. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Clothe yourselves. So glad all of you have clothes on right now. And you made the conscious uh, decision to show up. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) With clothes on, right? You woke up this morning and you were like, oh, man, I got to go to school. I got to put my uniform on. I got to tuck my shirt in. I got to button my button up all the way to the top. I got to take this earring I can't have at Homer Christian out. (laughs) Like, you make that conscious decision Every day to clothe yourselves the way you're supposed to be clothed. So why don't we do that (laughs) when it comes to clothing ourselves and what the Lord says? We should clothe ourselves and make the conscious decision to rely on the Holy Spirit so that we can grow in the fruits of the Spirit. It's a conscious decision every day. I hate that word also. (laughs) All right. So part two. What I learned at Epic, specifically during quiet time. So, yes, all of that, 
but also some more good stuff. <laughs> All right, so I have this, um, I guess, illustration, but not really because it's not actually being acted out. But I call this Breath of Fresh Air Friends. All right, you guys have friends that, like, you can just hang out with and, like, there's no pressure? Like, you, you just you show up to their house and you're like, hey, like, you just make my life so much better and, like, all those things happening at school and, like, all the stuff happening at home, like, it just kind of fades away when I'm with you. And, like, I know that sounds, like, really weird, but I feel that on such a deep level with those friends. It's like I would drive two hours to see my best friend just to sit on her couch with her because (laughs) she is a breath of fresh air friend. So, one time I was praying, and I was like, this was at Epic, obviously. So I was praying at Epic, and I was like, Lord, like, thank you for my friends that, like, I can just talk on the phone to for, like, five minutes, and there's no expectations. Like, I don't have to bring anything but myself to be friends with them. And he was like, well, Annie, if you can go hang out with your friend and just sit with her, and you don't feel like you have to bring anything to her, why do you think that you have to bring anything to the table when you come sit with me? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, Lord. Um, <laughs> you got me good right there. Um, so what does that look like? Like, what, what do you mean, like, I just sit with you? Like, what? That's weird. I feel like I need to talk to you at all times. I feel like I need to listen to you at all times. And I don't know how to do this whole just be with you kind of thing. But he spoke to me, and he was like, you call it quiet time. (laughs) And he was like, so sometimes I need it to be just that. I need you to just be quiet and, like, just sit. Sometimes we need to just be in his presence. (laughs) Like, like just be in his presence. No expectations of what you're going to do. No expectations of what he's going to do. But drive those two hours to be with him. <laughs> FaceTime him. I'm being like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, like, just be with him. <laughs> and that's all he's asking for. All right. So the breath of fresh air friend that I would drive two hours to is my friend Katie. Um, she used to be a leader here, but she moved away. So, um, anyway. <laughs> um Another breath of fresh air friend I have um, is Frankie. (laughs) Frankie Mathern. Y'all know Frankie, right? I think Frankie deserves a little bit more hand clapping than that. (laughs) So Frankie right now is at YWAM. What time is it? Okay. Frankie right now is at YWAM, Tyler, Texas. Um, But she's a breath of fresh air friend. And we've talked a few times, we FaceTimed a few times while I was in Florida, and I don't think she realizes how much it really helped me, because I'm kind of, like, really introverted, and, uh, those other interns, man, (laughs) I hope they don't see this video, but anyway, they kind of drained me, and then serving all the time kind of drained me, 
And then I would get on FaceTime with Frankie, and I'd be like, hey. (laughs) Breathing, because she's a breath of fresh air. Get it? Anyway. (laughs) So one of the times, Frankie was like, hey, I need you to listen to this song. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, send it to me. Like, you know, I trust your music uh, choices. And she was like, okay, but you need to listen to it alone. And you need to have at least 30 minutes to listen to it alone. And I was like, Frankie, I don't have an extra 30 minutes of alone time. Like, I wake up at 6.30 every morning so I can have my alone time already. Are you telling me, like, you want me to wake up at 6 and then serve all day until, like, 8 at night? Like, what? And she was like, sit in your car, do something, like, make it happen. You need to listen to the song. I was like... All right, cool. So then I was like, oh, yeah, Lord, you did just tell me that you wanted me to, sh- to just be in your presence. So the next day, I went sit in my usual spot outside, fixed me some coffee. I played the song, and I just let myself be. <laughs> and you guys, if Frankie ever tells you to listen to a song, please do. <laughs> please do. And, um, so I just, I'm going to sing a few, um, line. I'm not going to sing. I lied. (laughs) If you ever been by me during worship, you know, I can't sing. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, I got shame. Uh, (laughs) so I'm going to say a few lines of the song and, um, it really spoke to me that morning. Because um, it spoke to the two in me. It spoke to um, the little girl in me. It sounds really weird, but if you, I mean, the title of the song is the father song. So, I mean, put two and two together. Anyway, um, uh, I didn't even do that. I mean to do that, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it goes, why would you think? that you need to earn something from me. Don't you know, don't you know, I formed you in your mother's womb because I wanted you. They had nothing to, no. (laughs) I be Cajun sometimes. (laughs) They had nothing to do with that decision. You were my decision. So tell me, why have you been striving? (laughs) And so... All that happened, the song happened, the Lord was like, just be in my presence, stop serving to get recognized, stop doing all this and do this, and just be, because you are my decision, and I love you, and I just want to be with you, Annie, like, please stop, (laughs) and so I was like, okay, like, I was outside crying, (laughs) I was like, no one, please come out here, because then I'm going to have to explain to you, and blah, 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 but... If you struggle with being on the go, like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do that, and you feel like you've never been enough or that you'll never be enough, please just stop and just take a breath of your best friend, Jesus. (laughs) Breathe him in. Let him be the fresh air that you breathe. And... (laughs) Thank you, thank you. (laughs) And, like, like just be with him. Because, like, 
this life is so much more than all the things you can accomplish if it's not done in Jesus' name. And, like, Jesus doesn't want you to do things for him if it's not truly for him. Because I can fool myself all day and say, I did that for Jesus. I did that for Jesus. But really, I just wanted someone to say thank you. You know? So just be. And if you don't get anything else from this message, please get that. Like, just be. Because he doesn't ask us to bring anything to his table. And nothing you bring to his table (laughs) will make him love you more or less. Like, he loved you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He chose you before you were even a thought to your parents. And so, like, just be. Just be who he created you to be. And don't put so much pressure on yourself. Don't let society put all that pressure on you that tells you you need to do this and you need to do that to be loved. No, you're already loved. Like, that's, uh, anyway. (laughs) Like, that's just, that's just it. Like, if you don't get anything, get that. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anything except just be. You get that? You get that? (laughs) All right. So for this next thing, I think it's a little funny. Uh, Y'all know that meme? (laughs) That SpongeBob meme that he's like, and like the words are all like misspelled and stuff. Y'all thought I was hilarious when I thought about this. All right, sorry, I'm really cracking up right now. Um, <laughs> I went, I got home Saturday, and then I went to church Sunday. Sorry if any of you asked me this. <laughs> I'm not dogging you or anything. But in my head, every time somebody asked me, what's next? I went, what's next? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, Karen, what's next for you? <laughs> Like, I came home (laughs) because I thought I was supposed to be home, and you're asking me what's next. What do you mean? I don't know. And so on Sunday, I wasn't that gentle (laughs) with my own thoughts. I just, I would respond. I think think Miss Cindy asked me, so what's next? And I went, uh, I don't don't know. (laughs) And so, like, on the inside, I was like, okay, Miss Cindy, what's next? (laughs) But... Anyway, so like on the inside, I wasn't being gentle. So I need to work on that. Huh? I love you too. (laughs) And so um, Sunday, my answer was, I don't know, because I didn't know what's next. But then Pastor Ben preached, (laughs) and he read Matthew 28, 19, and it says, therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am always with you. I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, yay Bible, yay Jesus. (laughs) Um, So in that it says... Go and make disciples of all nations. So when everyone was asking me what's next, what they really were asking was, where are you going next? What are you doing next? 
what mission trip are you going to next? And I was like, I don't know. Um, but then Ben preached this word, and then I went home, and I thought about it, and I was like, all nations, all nations. Hey, I live in a nation. <laughs> hey, like, all nations. <laughs> I don't really pay attention to the news much, but y'all, I know America needs Jesus. <laughs> so, I don't have a big mission trip planned next. I don't have tickets to go anywhere. I don't have a passport. Um, I don't have any of that. But we do have a call. I do have a calling. And it is to go out and make disciples, to baptize people. If you haven't been baptized, let us know. We'll get you baptized. And then you can step in to making disciples and baptizing and, like, building up the kingdom of God because that's what this is all about. You know, like, we live to make Jesus known. So I don't know if we're supposed to do this. I'm being completely honest with you, but I changed a little bit of this verse. (laughs) Lord, I don't think you're going to be mad at me, right? Um, Anyway, so this is what was really speaking to me because if I'm being completely honest with y'all coming home has been really hard like I love y'all so much but like (laughs) it Florida began to feel like home and being in Vero began to feel like home and I made new friends and they helped me grow and we served Jesus together like all the same things we do here but it was different in a way, yeah, and so, like, being here has been really hard, and I mean, Wednesdays are my favorite, so today has really helped me get back in the groove of things, and to start feel, feeling that joy that I had before I left, um, but, um, before leaving Epic, we have a meeting that we explain all our goals, and then at the end, we have a meeting that we say what God has done this summer, what I'm fearful of about going home. And my fearful thing about coming home was I didn't know what was next. Um, But with this scripture, it's therefore go and make disciples at school. (laughs) Therefore, go and make disciples at work. Therefore, go and make disciples at home, (laughs) like, with your family. Like, if your family doesn't know Jesus, then it's our job to show them Jesus. (laughs) And my mom fully supported me going on the mission trip, but my mom doesn't live for Jesus. So I think the best thing I could do for her is to come back and show her all that all Jesus has done through me in the mission trip, right? So, like, instead of me planning to go (laughs) away so soon, why don't I just make the best of where I am right now? Um, So let's not get so focused on the big picture that we forget to look at what is around us, y'all. Like, like, when you think of missionary, you don't think of Florida. (laughs) You don't. 
And like, I'm telling you, there's some hurting people there. <laughs> there's some hurting people here. So don't think, I'm not bashing Frankie, but don't think you got to go to India. Like that's, she's called to do that. We're not all called to go to other nations. We live in a nation that is longing and they don't, they may not realize it. They need Jesus and it's our job to do that. Um, and so First Timothy 6, 6 through 12 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can't, t- and we can take nothing out of it. But we have food and clothing. With these things, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many sim- senseless and harmful desires that plunge plunge people to ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away wandered away (laughs) from the faith and pierced themselves with pangs. But you, man of God, woman of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. That's, that's what we're called to do. So, yes, I went to Florida for five weeks, and, yes, I grew. And, yes, a part of me still feels like I need to be in Florida. <laughs> but feelings don't really – they're not concrete. So yesterday I was feeling really sad. Today I'm really happy. Will I feel happy or sad tomorrow? I don't know. So do you think that I should go somewhere based on a feeling? No. (laughs) But if I pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness, and fight the good fight of faith, then I think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I just want you to know that wherever, whatever God has called you to do, like, do it, but don't get so caught up in doing that that you also forget to live right where you are. Um, and I've been really real with you guys. Um, a lot of people don't know about um, the fact that I get sad because <laughs> I kind of hide it. I'm really good at it. Um, that's not something to brag about, but like, Oh, also, a thing about twos, we love to help. Like, I will serve you, I will serve you, I will serve you. You ask me if I need something, nope, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, nope, I don't need any help. (laughs) There's this meme. Never mind, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) But basically, um, one of the hardest things for a two is to admit that they need help. So, um, I just spoke all these things to you, and I also want you to know that I do need help. Like, I need you guys to hold me accountable to all these things I just said. You feel like I'm not being gentle? Please be gentle with me in saying, Annie, you need to be gentle. Um, If I'm 
going too fast, if I'm doing too much, please tell me to slow down and just be. Yeah, thank you. Do that. Exactly that. <laughs> um, and if I'm too hyper-focused on the big picture that I can't see what's in front of me, then tell me to focus. Tell me to look back to Jesus and do what he's telling me to do right now. And so with me asking you for help, I expect you all to hold me accountable, okay? (laughs) I need it. I am doing something I normally wouldn't do. Like even my best friends, I don't really ask them for help because I'm scared to be a burden to them. But there's so many of you, I feel like it won't be a burden for you to hold me accountable, right? Just space it out, please. (laughs) Um, But in asking you for help, I want us to have e-group time and where um, you ask those around you for help because um, I had a really good friend this week that um, let me hang out with her like five days straight. (laughs) And they let me sleep at their house and just let me be there. And they didn't pressure me to do or feel anything that I wasn't feeling, (laughs) they just loved me where I was. And um, (laughs) I'm really thankful for them. And I didn't need to ask them for help, but I would have. And I feel safe in asking them for help. Um, And I want you guys to know that this is a safe place to ask for help. If you are struggling in any kind of way, like, we are here for you. Like, these leaders aren't here for their own selfish gain. Like, y'all are wild. (laughs) Y'all think we... (laughs) Like, we love y'all so much. And we're here if you need our help. So, um, and then your peers, like, they'll help you too. They... They'll, they'll try. <laughs> and um, so we're going to have e-group time. And what I'm asking of you, I know it's kind of difficult um, for many reasons. But I'm going to ask you to um, let this be, like, a really serious time of, like, deep reflection, kind of, um, in which you write. We're going to read the fruits of the Spirit again. And we're going to ask you to... Really think about what you need to grow in. Um, for me, it, it was gentleness, and it's still gentleness. But right now, I also need to grow in joy. <laughs> um, so we're going to ask you to do that, to just be real with yourself, be real with those around you, and share what you feel like you need to grow in because we're here to help you. We're here to hold you accountable and help you get through life. Um, and then also, we're going to ask you to ask any questions. Like, anything I said that was confusing, please ask. <laughs> please ask someone else what I meant by that. Um, if you just, you're not really sure what a fruit of the Spirit looks like, if you're not really sure what joy looks like, then ask. Um, if you're still not sure how to obtain the fruit, ask. Like, we are here to answer your questions. And we are here to be your friend. And we are here to mentor and love you, and just do life, and just be with you, um, so yeah, thank y'all so much for listening to me.
You're awesome, Annie. All right, if I have the e-group leaders run up to the stage real quick. Come on up, come on up. Man, these are some amazing people. All right, if y'all wouldn't mind getting in line, seventh grade down there, twelfth grade down here, please knock this over. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We have a big gap over here. Who are we missing? A lot of guys. I'm going to take a few. Jim, you want to take Billy's too? God bless you. God bless you. Oh, yeah. When, Jim, yeah, when Billy gets here, just kick him out. All right. We're about to pass the mic, and I'll let you all do your thing. All right, ladies, seventh grade girls with Pat Carlos. Woo! I'm Jim. We'll be doing seventh and eighth grade boys. Back over here. No words from y'all. Quiet. Jamie, I have eighth grade girls. In the, I know, they're so quiet, so annoying. In the ball thing. I'm Jamie, and I have ninth grade girls. Woo! And they're, they're the best. I know, I have girls. I didn't say boys. I said ninth grade girls. Okay. Hey, I'm Nina. I have tenth grade girls. I'm Dominic. I have guys nine and ten. Ninth and tenth grade guys, where you at? All right, all right. I'm Cindy. I have the joyous jamming juniors. Now I feel like I have to do something cute. Um, I'm Annie, and I have the pleasure of having the 12th grade girls. Kyle, 12th grade guys, seniors. What's up? I'm Isaac, uh, 10th and 11th grade boys in the back. Leaders, leaders, leaders. Um, I have note cards in each folder, but I don't have pins for your students. So, oh, okay, they got pins in there. What's up? All right, y'all go to y'all groups. Love y'all. <laughs> 